When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's hard to imagine Monconti in anything but a yellow and black Guernsey, but early days she was a Bulldogs player. That was, of course, until Richmond's AFLW footy boss and list manager Kate Sheehan lured her to Punt Road at the end of 2019. To tell us more about Conti's amazing journey, Kate joins us now. Kate, welcome to Sports Day. Hi, Tom. Hi, Adam. Kate, um, we will talk about Richmond and AFLW more generally, but how proud of you? How proud were you of Monconti last night winning this uh, prestigious award? Oh, it was it was just such a fantastic night for Mon and for her family and and for the football club. Um, she's she's such a great talent at the ripe old age of twenty three, and she goes about it the right way. And yeah, you feel a bit like a proud mother watching you know the young talent sort of reap the rewards of all their hard work. So in hindsight, I mean, she, she clearly should have been the favourite, Kate. She bowled a 20 out of 24 votes eight rounds in. Did you think leading into the evening that she was a, a shoo-in or even a chance for it? <laughs> I think we uh, we got overly excited last year about her chances and myself and James Pitcher, her manager, had sort of done some pre-arranging of, of things and, um, and the media manager at Richmond, we were all sort of prepared to go and it didn't quite go our way, so we took a different approach this year, and we did nothing. And round five rolled around, and we thought, well, if she gets some votes against Fremantle, she's she's a really good chance. Um, and she did; she got votes. And then all of a sudden, we're thinking, well, we better get our uh, ducks in a row here because I think she's going to come home, and and she really did. So um, I, we always believed she'd had a really good season, and she's just so consistent in her performance, but. On those nights, as you well know, Adam, um, it's really hard. You just don't know what's going to play out. And there's so much great talent in the AFLW these days that anything can happen. Kate, you're sitting at your desk at Punt Road and you're thinking, how can I make Richmond's AFLW team even better than what it is? And the year is 2019 and you're scouring across the league and there's players all over the place out of contract. And Mon Conti is this young superstar from the Western Bulldogs. And you receive a phone call and you get her to Richmond. How does that play out behind the scenes? Oh, I mean, I'd always been a fan of Mon um, from the moment that, you know, she came into the league and her, her movement, her agility, um, probably all the things that the, the umpires get attracted to in their voting is what sort of caught my eye. And um, I just thought to myself, well, she's a, she's a young, athletic, um, dual sport athlete. Uh, you, you can't really lose here. And so um, Mon and I crossed paths in, in the 2018 and, um, we probably got to know each other a little bit at that point in time. And, and you know, as you do as this manager, you put phone calls into managers and you express your interest and you play the long game. Uh, and then I think when we were building the, officially building the list in 2019 and it looked like Katie Brennan was um, coming over, Mon got wind of that and Mon's respect and admiration for Katie probably in the end really helped us seal the deal. She... Um, she sort of expressed to her manager pitch that, you know, she was thinking, well, uh, you know, I really, really want to be where Katie's at. Um, and so pitch called and said, you're still interested in Conti. And uh, 
So it was a no-brainer. And so, yeah, we went about um, working through a deal and kept it pretty on the down low. It was actually a funny day, though. The day she came in to sign the papers, uh, we were very sort of secretive about what we were doing. And there was a fire alarm at Punt Road. So the entire football club had to evacuate um, (laughs) Punt Road. And we're all out in the car park and Conchie's standing there with me and Brendan and uh, it was a bit embarrassing. I think she was thinking to herself, well, what's going to happen here? The cat's out of the bag. But, um, you know, we got away with it. And we, in the end, got to sign. Um, you know, we had to trade uh, a first pick to get her in our expansion year. But if you ask me would I do it all over again, I'd do it absolutely all over again and, and every year beyond this for probably 10 years because she's such a talent. <laughs> she is a talent. And you would have known that when she walked in the door, given that she was a premiership player already best on ground in a grand final. But how long did it sort of take you to, when you watched her go about her business at Richmond, to know that she was going to be a legitimate superstar for years to come? And what were some of the things that stood out? Um, I think she was still pretty raw when she came to Richmond in 2019. I mean, she just had this abundance of talent. She knew how to move. She'd been in elite pathways, whether it be the, the basketball programs or um, even through the, um, the NAB League pathways in football. And I think when we, when we got our sort of um, our hands on her, we, we realised that there was so much upside to her because she didn't have these uh, elite gym programs that, you know, AFL clubs can provide and, she probably wasn't doing everything in the dietitian space that she could have been doing. And, you know, what, what Mon was doing was Mon was just playing. And I think that's why we all love watching her play so much because she just plays with such freedom and, um, and, and fun in her game. So we just felt like if we could help her in those areas, it was going to just add layers to her game. And I think we've seen that. And I think even last night you, you'd see on the coverage, like she's such a fit and um, strong-looking athlete and I think you know all athletes evolve over time and as they mature and age they get better and stronger and she certainly showed that um and I think it's showing in her game it's showing in her consistency in games and I mean I think her consistency speaks for itself I mean five years in a row she's been an an all-Australian a best and fairest winner that's um that's sort of backing up your performance and that only happens when you do it on and off the field um day in day out uh, last night we were talking about Min uh, Woo Lee who won the Australian PGA up Royal Queensland and there was a comment made that he gets the balance between confidence and arrogance just perfectly bang on. And I look at Mon Conti and I think she's so confident within her ability. Um, she speaks so confidently, but she she's not arrogant. Uh, do, you, do you see that behind the scenes as well? Oh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, Mon's, um, Mon plays with a, a level of, self-belief that I think all good players have um, but she gets challenged because that's the environment that we create for her and she wants to be challenged she wants to be better but that challenge is done in a really caring and supportive way so um, she knows that the feedback she's given is ultimately there to push her and, and help her grow into the best player she can be but she takes the she takes those challenges on and I know that in the past when she's had someone sort of run with her or, or play a tagging role on her, she may not initially always, you know, love it, but I think that competitor in Mon says, well, I'm not going to let anyone beat me. And that's how she goes about her footy. We were talking earlier about uh, dual sport athletes and Mon obviously does it better than just about anyone else at the moment. But when will 
do you think, in your personal opinion, the AFLW get to a stage where it's at that professionalism where there will be no time uh, and it won't be allowed sort of contractually for women to play both sports? Is it five years away? How long do you think it's going to be? Oh, I really think that sort of um, depends on when the season sits. I think with the new um, season timing of it being in sort of the later end of the year and finishing up by December, it allows that certainly the basketballers to go off and play and um, we've been super supportive and, and will continue to be super supportive of Moni and her basketball pursuits. I think it depends on the sport you're playing um, and the level with which you're playing it. Once the season length increases, that will make it more challenging for, for athletes to cross-code and I feel like it's really working at the moment for the basketballers, but I don't really see it, um, and, I, and I'm not sure, and I could, I'm absolutely sure I could be wrong around this, but I don't know too many other sports that um, it's mixing quite well with. So I know that Jess Duffman was, was playing cricket and, and mixing both, but there was too much colliding of seasons. So I think if the seasons don't collide and there's enough time in between, these athletes can continue to do it for you know up to five years, but... Once the AFL sort of gets seasons length a little bit longer and um, takes up predominantly that 12-month period, whether it be through pre-season or, or the actual season of finals campaign, I do think that's where it becomes tricky. And the skills are, are somewhat transferable as well, aren't they, from footy to basketball, whereas footy to cricket is completely different and that probably makes it harder too. Kate, would be remiss of us not to get, would be remiss of us to get you on and not ask you about this weekend's AFLW Grand Final. Who wins and why? Um, well, I think North have, have hit form at the right time. They did the same thing last year, um, missed out on the grand final. But I, I really like the way North play. You can never discount Brisbane. They are fighters. They um, they bring a pressure like no other. But I think it will depend on what Dakota Davidson's health is like. I think she's crucial to them kicking scores and, and winning games. And if she's up and about and playing, um, maybe... No, nah, I think I think North win. Yeah, I, I think they're just coming coming good at the right end of the season. And um, when you've got players like Jasmine Garner and you know Emma Carney out there doing their thing, they're they're pretty formidable force. Yeah, always burns when you're not there yourself as a footy club sitting there and watching. How far do you think the Tigers off um, getting to that grand final? Obviously, a heap of injuries this year didn't help. But um, how far off Richmond do you think? Yeah, um, I think it's. Uh, it's an interesting question. Like, we definitely believe that we are a finals contending football team. I think once you get there, it's a really different story. I mean, finals football is so much harder and tougher than the home and away season. So um, for us at the moment, it's, let's get back to what we do best. Let's continue to push for a finals campaign. I do think if our list is fit well, we're as good as anyone to be in that top echelon of teams contending for premierships and you know, for any of the Richmond fans listening, that's absolutely what our aspirations are. Now, Kate, I know you're modest, but my view is you are the perfect candidate to take over Nicole Livingston's job at the AFL that she'll vacate oh, in, at the end of the week, I guess. You have playing experience, you're coaching, list management experience. You've also worked in the media. We know that. Is that a job that would interest you? Uh, what I will say is Nicole's done a, an amazing job over, um, you know, her time at the helm of AFLW, which has seen some significant challenges um, with COVID and expansion um, and just taking the women's game into a new era with pay and CBA. Um, so, you know, from all of us, we thank her for her 
for her work and her tireless pursuit and making our sport better. Um, what I will say is I, I love my job at the Richmond Football Club. I love working with um, Brendan and Tim Livingston, uh, Blair Hartley. Um, I'm, I'm just fully focused on getting this sign and trade period uh, done and dusted and, and pushing for um, our team to get back into the finals next year. So that's my focus at the moment, Tom, but I do very much appreciate your kind words. Ah, I love it. I've, I love it. I mean, Kate is a media pra- practitioner at Coons and she knows how to answer questions and just manipulate it mm. the right way and you've done very well there. I think you've been listening to a few phone calls from your dad over the journey where people have been giving him a straight bat because that was one of the most straight bat uh, answers we've received. <laughs> Swim between the flags, play between mid on and mid-off. I will pump you up even if you don't pump up yourself, and that's absolutely fine. But one player that you have pumped up is Mon Conti, and rightly so. Uh, you should be very proud of the work that she's done for your club and the work that you've done for her. So thanks for joining us tonight, and uh, enjoy the celebrations in the off-season, and hopefully we'll see you in uh, Nicole Livingston's seat in not too very long. Not very long. Thanks a lot for having me, guys. (laughs) Uh, Kate Sheen uh, joining us from Richmond Footy Club. She's the head of football and also the list manager.